Welcome to 30 Days of Van Damme. This is a, a, a spin-off podcast of the Movie Draft House, where here in the month of June, we're watching Van Damme movies every Thursday, and me and Mark are going to review them. But Mark is not as hardcore of a Van Damme guy as I am, so I'm going to watch one more movie per day in the month of June. So 30 Van Damme reviews. Now, on Thursdays, you're going to need to jump the fence Head on over to the Movie Draft House. So tomorrow on the Movie Draft House, we're going to re be reviewing Hard Target. So if you notice there's some big titles missing in this month of me doing this, it's more than likely because we've, we're going to or already have reviewed it over on the Movie Draft House. Check out the link in the description for, uh, you know, information about that, uh, you know, to watch those, listen to those. Anyway, it's been a while since I podcasted alone. Cut me a break. Okay, so to let you know what this show is going to kind of be like, it's going to be very brief episodes. I'm thinking between 5 and 15 minutes, depending on the caliber of the film and how much I actually want to put energy into it. I'm going to allow myself to just say it sucks and then leave. And you can deal with that. But the episodes will be short enough where it won't matter. So to start off this month, I watched We Die Young. This is currently on Netflix as of the date of this recording and the date it came out because I'm dropping it the same day. Uh, it came out 2019. It's rated R. It stars Van Damme and absolutely no one else I recognize. Uh, this is a weird one. So it's kind of a cliche premise uh, from IMDb. Lucas, a 14-year-old boy inducted into the gang life in Washington, D.C., is determined that his 10-year-old brother won't follow the same path. When an Afghanistan war veteran comes into the neighborhood, the opportunity and opportunity arises, excuse me. And yes, that war veteran is our Van Damme. Now, Van Damme does not speak in this movie. He has a tracheotomy or whatever. I'm pretty sure that's what you call it. It's a thing in your throat where you can't speak, right? He has one of these, so he doesn't talk, and he talks using a phone, a text-to-speech app. So we don't get any classic one-liners here this movie takes itself very seriously this is not on the campy side of van damme which is my favorite side i want more kickboxer style dancing he didn't dance in kickbox yeah he danced in kickboxer we need more of that but we don't get it here we get a very serious movie a couple things about this one i want to see the budget that they spent just on sharpie to draw all these face tattoos on these gang members. Every gang member has a ton of tattoos on their face. And none of them look very good. Uh, it looks to me like they are drawn on every day. And it looks horrible. Uh, our main bad guy is uh, named Rincon. And he is the leader of the gang in this part of Washington, D.C. And... He basically has this kid who's like 15 that works for him, Lucas, who his brother just got jumped into the gang. And this is his saying, I got to get out. You know, I can't have my brother following my path. He's really good at baseball, apparently. And so I want him to be into baseball. And so that's one of the guys that, so this kid, Lucas is a drug dealer. And one of the guys he deals drugs to is Van Damme. But Van Damme's drugs are like, I guess he doesn't have insurance. It's basically to deal with some of his health issues from being in, Viet not Vietnam, Afghanistan. And he has PTSD and all that stuff. 
And there's a handful of flashbacks, which don't really make a big deal one way or other. Well, anyway, them trying to get out of this gang, if you know anything about gangs, never been in one, you know that it's not going to go well, because if it did go well, this movie would be short. Now, here's the thing. This is a slow burn movie. This is one where you know Van Damme is the badass, right? You know that at some point he's going to let loose. And you just have to wait for it. It's this buildup. And so when he does let loose, you know it needs to be worth it. And he never lets loose. There's an action sequence at the end, but it's so grounded in that he's trying to escape this house where this dude is having a wedding for his sister. He's a gang leader with a heart of gold, apparently. He's putting on a wedding for his sister. And he's like, his sister's like, don't do any ganging today. And he's like, no worries, no ganging today. And, well, he does a little bit of ganging, and that ganging ends up in a shootout that gets his sister killed right here at the end of the movie. We're just, this is what I'm talking about. This is going to be short episodes. It's going to be more time to watch these movies than to, to review them, obviously. That makes sense. But anyway, so he gets, uh, she gets killed, right? And he blames this kid because he was supposed to make a drop-off off like over the tracks whatever that means but he noticed his brother getting jumped in and that's when he decided to call an audible well he lost some money along the way what looks like a million dollars apparently but only what they keep calling bricks two bricks of money he loses one of them then he loses the other one of them van damme has one at one point well van damme never does karate in this movie like the fights so anyway the kids get captured by the gang leader, and Van Damme is like, all right, I got to go save the kids. And the reason he has to go save the kids, not because he's a good guy and he just sees kids in trouble and he needs to go save them. No, the reason he has to go save the kids is because he accidentally shot one in Afghanistan, I think. Or somebody did. I don't know. But I think he did. So he goes, and he's like, all right, I got to save the kids. But the problem is, he's got this tracheotomy. He's beat to hell. He doesn't know karate anymore. He's not exactly the best guy to go get him out, but I guess he's what they have. So the first real fight you get, Van Damme gets his ass kicked like right at the beginning. Now, this is one thing I like about Van Damme more than uh, the guy with the ponytail whose name will not be mentioned on this podcast is that that guy takes himself too seriously with the ponytail. You know who I'm talking about. And he wouldn't dare have himself get beat up on a movie. He takes himself too seriously. But Van Damme will do what it takes for the film. Because he's an artist. And he gets beat up at first. Well, eventually he gets a knife out and he stabs one guy struggling. Like, it's not even fancy. It's totally like minimalistic Van Damme. And, well, anyway, he caps, he kills one guy, shoots him. Now, I will say, pretty good amount of blood and gore in this movie. Uh, they don't disappoint there once you start getting the action going. It even opens up with the gang leader dragging some guy who uh, did him wrong on a motorcycle behind him. And so he's like getting, um, shredded up and everything. And then he kills the guy after he drags him around for a while. Just to show you, just to show you how much of a maniac this killer is. And he's got a bunch of gang members again, all Sharpie everywhere on their face. Every one of them has Sharpie on their face. Well, anyway, there's the shootout. Van Damme gets the kids out. But like I said, Gang leader's sister gets killed, so he blames the kids. He goes to chase after the kids, and then seeing that the reason our main character, Lucas, 
his motivation was to get his little brother out of the gang and seeing what gang life has done to his own family, the gang leader graciously says, you can go, but don't come back. Well, his number one in command, or number two in command, gets mad at this and shoots gang leader in the face. And it actually kind of comes out of nowhere. Uh, I thought gang leader, because they set him up to be this ruthless guy, I thought he was going to shoot his cohort. But instead, his cohort shot him. So now he's dead. The kids get away while Van Damme distracts the cohort. And then this little blonde kid who's he's he's got dark hair on the sides, blonde hair on top. He's been in the movie uh, like two other scenes. He's annoying as can be. He's a wannabe gangster in his own word. He even says he's a gangster and he shoots the other cohort. I don't know why the motivation isn't clear because he's only ever shown himself to be faithful to the gang. And now he's betrayed the gang. And Van Damme lives, I guess. You don't ever see anything else. He kind of passes out on the train tracks where this takes place. And you find out that he stuck the kids the money. They're on a train, leaving D.C., money in pocket. What did I think of this movie? It's actually not bad. But if you're wanting Van Damage, like him being Karate Man and kicking things and doing the splits and spin roundhouse kicks and kicking various cigars and cigarettes out of people's mouths, you're going to be upset. This is not a Van Damme movie. It did, he didn't need to be in it. So well, how am I going to rank these movies on a scale of one to five Van Dams? This doesn't say how good the movie is. It's how much Van Damme you're getting for your buck. And this is a one Van Damme out of five. He doesn't do much. Like the only way to be less would be zero Van Dams, where you're just barely in the movie and make a cameo. He is doesn't talk. He has no speaking lines. He doesn't do karate. He gets beat up a lot. And then the movie just kind of ends. He doesn't, he's not an impressive hero. He's a realistic hero who's down on his luck. And I think that's what he's going for. So I'm not going to belabor it. You can pass on this one. I've got a bunch more to watch, but guess what? You're not going to find the next episode on this feed. You need to head over to the movie draft house. That links in the description tomorrow. We're going to be reviewing Hard Target, and there's a lot more to say, and it's a much better movie, and it has more Van Dams than you can shake a snake at. <laughs>